Hey everybody, Mike Rudd here with Hashtag 59. Just a brief intro of this podcast. We join Kendra B. on this podcast, Amy and myself, and we dissect 52 places to go in 2018 for your travels. It's actually a New York Times bestseller list. A couple of my favorite parts about it are discussing popovers in Acadia National Park in Maine, the places that Amy really, really, really wants to go to, and of course, my three must places that I want to go to as fast as possible. Of course, they involve national parks and hiking. So come on in, listen to the podcast with us. So glad you're here on the inside, and we'll talk to you very soon. Hey everybody, Mike Rudd here along with Amy Kay, and we are back for another edition of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Today, we are going to be dissecting, analyzing, probably overanalyzing would be a better word, the New York Times 52 best places in the world to go travel in 2018 list. We're joined by two special guests today. The first one is Kendra, and Kendra always had the gusto for traveling, but didn't actually get up and go until a few short years ago. After eight months of cancer treatment in 2016, she has since sought out destinations where meaningful connections can be made with nature, with locals, and with her partner. And I might say, that's the best introduction I've ever had for somebody (laughs) ever. So welcome to the show, Kendra. How are you? Thank you. I'm just lovely on this beautiful Saturday. That's great to hear. And we're joined, Amy looked at me, I said, because Amy and I are actually together recording this, calling Kendra, and I said we had two special guests. Our second special guest, a little unpaid shout out to our friends down at Rock Mill Brewery. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're providing us some nice suds. Because uh, we, we're drinking during yes. our, our session. Kendra, oh, I didn't get the memo. I should have cracked one open before we started. <laughs> Spe- special, special thanks to Rock Mill. I was coming back by the brewery and uh, yesterday from hiking, I thought, I think this would go well with the podcast. So maybe they'll get to be a sponsor in a future one for that shameless plug I just threw them. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get on uh, with the show. For those of you who do not know this, the New York Times came out with a list of the 52 best, I guess you could call it, their top. I mean, it's a list, 52 all the way down to one. Well, so they do this every year. But this is, since this is the first time we're recording a podcast, I feel like this is probably the best way for us to kind of like talk about some of this stuff. So I, I included, I wanted to share just for the listeners before we jump in, the top five on their list, okay. which is a word I cannot pronounce in Swiss in Switzerland, a city <laughs> that I'm going to totally butcher. It's Vierwaldstadtstere. Number four is a region, actually, just the Caribbean. And then number three is Basilicata, Italy. Number two is Columbia, and number one is New Orleans. So let's let's dive in, uh, Kendra. What do you think about this list? Just over, over thought overarching thoughts. This entire list of fifty-two places, which range from small cities or regions to entire countries, um, I felt wholly inadequate <laughs> when I read the list. Yeah, and I thought. Holy crap, I need to get moving. That's what I thought. 
There, I actually, from the list, made a priority list because I love lists, as Amy could attest to. Yes. Um, I think we share that love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a sickness. But I, I just thought, oh my gosh, I, I need to get to work for next year already. Um, really exciting places. It's inspirational and overwhelming, I think, at the same time. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of look at these all the time, maybe at lists in general, as like a jumping off point. You know, maybe it's something where you're like, oh, like, that would be a cool place to go to, but I don't, I can't do it this year. So like, mm-hmm. you're like putting it on your list for like, next year or the year after almost. Note to listener, just because it's for 2018, you do not have to, these places will still be here in 2019. Well, yes, true. you will be severely off trend. Just a <laughs> That's very true. And nobody wants to do that right now. No. Kendra, what's on that that must list that your OCD self created? Okay, the number one thing. Well, actually, number 23, um, it says the something states of Germany. I can't remember if it says Western states of Germany. I don't have it in front of me right now. Western. I'm going to pull out my my Rain Man that I have going on in my life, and I think it's I think it's definitely Western Germany states. Okay, great. Um, That's actually already on my list for 2019. Uh, One of my good friends moved to Frankfurt last year, and uh, we've got another friend in Munich. So. We uh, made a deal that we wouldn't go to Europe every year, so we're taking this year off <laughs> and exploring our United States of America. But so, number twenty-three, uh, Western states of Germany, and then one that I'm really, really, really excited to plan is um, number six, Chile. I actually, as soon as I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, man, so. <laughs> I just have to tell a quick, a little quick sidebar. So I love the Netflix series, Chef's Table. Shameless plug, sorry. But um, there was a chef. I had to look up his name again, Francis Malman. Um, in one of the episodes in season one, it showed his home in Patagonia, which is actually um, in Argentina, but on the very border of Chile. And um, just like grilling fish on his boat with a glass of wine with the mountains in the distance. I mean... I can't even, I just need to be there. It's just a feeling, you know, from all the, from the things you watch and the, and the photos you see and the food and the language that I think is my number one on the list. We actually, Matt, who's one of our, the writers on the blog went, did a 18 day trip through Patagonia and actually just, yeah. he, we can say he wrote really what he did was t- took his friend Fern and I, our friends, Fern's uh, itinerary and just sent it to me along with like six photos and said, oh, yeah, that's take, right. yeah, take what you want from it. But like, so we posted his whole itinerary and I was going through it and I was just looking at it. And actually, it's funny you say that because I, I put together a couple things from this list and one of them was what made me want to go visit on this list mm-hmm. that I, as I looked through all 52 and I put two on here, one was the route of parks in Chile that you just talked about because Patagonia has been on my list, but this is new protected land. And it just, what you just right. described was what Matt talked about that and driving in the middle of nowhere or hiking in the middle of nowhere for hours and hours and hours down there. It's rugged, rugged landscape and territory. And everybody I know that's gone there, not many just, 
it's a, it's one of the most remote places in the world. So like there's towns without electricity, your Wi-Fi, you can't buy the Wi-Fi plan because it doesn't exist. So I'm right there with you, Kendra, on the route of parks, number six on that list. <laughs> What uh? What what else was anything else on there you wanna you wanna comment about? Well, I think uh, number twenty six. Um, we went to uh, Copenhagen and Aarhus uh, just last year, and so basically anything Scandinavian is locked and loaded in my heart right now. I'm missing it. I went to IKEA seven days after getting home. <laughs> Um, I miss Denmark every single day. So anything somewhat Scandinavian, I'm like, yes, I must go there. Um, so Oslo um, is definitely uh, was already on my list and it's just been reinforced and I just don't have enough vacation time to get it all done as fast as I want to. <laughs> yeah, I've read a couple of really good books on the Scandinavian people recently, mm -hmm. one on just base their perfections and how they have all these great systems figured out. And then the other one actually poking fun at how we how much we glorify them. And he actually lives in Denmark. He's a American oh, man who funny. married a Dane and he said, it's good, but it's not, not as that, good that as good. you and as America, <laughs> Canada and England make us sound. And he kind of pokes right. holes in, for instance, like in Denmark, he said, he said, we, we eat more. I mean, part of the reason why they don't mind like, paying for all of our stuff for so many years we eat more bacon and consume more cigarettes than like any other country <laughs> in the first world yeah. so we die earlier as well too it's just it, it's actually a, and then it also weaves in the good but they're they're both good books i'll put in the show notes of those but I, cool. i'm fascinated and in love with the scandinavian culture as well oh yeah yeah we've got books on huga and happiness and you know, it's it's like we got home and it was like, okay, what can we do? Where can we put twinkle lights? How can we make it cozy? Light a candle, hurry, get it all snuggly in here, you know? Um, but I, you know, the the one thing, and you mentioned it, um, that my house is mess, is missing is that cloud of secondhand smoke. Um, <laughs> just kind of hovers over all the beauty in Denmark and probably Norway too. I can't specifically say if Norway is got as many smokers as Denmark, but I uh, wouldn't be surprised. I would, I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh man. That's yeah. crazy. You know, I did the happiest Denmark cigs in Western country. Europe. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. Amy, what do you, uh, I have in, in addition to what Kendra was saying, the other place that jumped out to me on that, what made me want to go visit that I've never even thought about visiting mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. Luau, Lua Plan National Park in Zambia, where oh. you can see the wildebeest herds. And one of our guy, upcoming guys' trips is going to be to climb Kilimanjaro. And I believe Zambia and Zanzibar are very close to Tanz Tanzania. And I thought maybe we can couple oh, yeah. that into a trip. <laughs> so, the, in there. so those were the two that jumped out to me. What about what about you? What are your thoughts on this? Um, so kind of what I was going when I was going through the list and kind of reading it. Um, like a lot of people are like, oh, like if I go to Spain, I'm going to go to Madrid or Barcelona, but Seville's on the list. So you could kind of like put that one in there as well. You could kind of do like a whole tour of all the places in Spain if you really wanted to. Uh, the other thing that I thought was kind of cool was the fact that there were a lot of places in the United States on there. So if you don't have the time or necessarily the money, you could always do like quick trips to like Branson, Missouri. 
Which or I, Cincinnati. Branson, Missouri was okay. So I and, went through. And also Seattle's on the list too. Seattle's on the so. list. Denver, downtown, Great. just downtown Denver is I know, on the I list. I saw that too. Uh, and Seattle's a wonderful city. And you know what? I would have fun in Branson, Missouri. I have fun wherever I go. I, don't I was a I, little caught off guard. That, I don't know if you would have fun. That it was number. I put that most overrated on the on yeah, the I list. <laughs> I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing Branson, Missouri. But if I have 52, the 52 greatest places to go in the entire world this year, <laughs> I was a little surprised that Branson, Missouri was yeah. 26. Isn't that where the, you know, the Ozark show isn't it based around? I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. With, maybe that's why it's on the list. Maybe they, they're trying to get those ratings. What were you going to say, Kendra? I just have one comment. If I have one negative thing to say in line with that about this list is that let's put things in perspective, guys. Cincinnati was number eight, but Morocco <laughs> was forty-seven. I mean, has I mean, come on. Just look at those two photos compared to each other. I'm sure Morocco's got a couple good theaters that can compete with Cincinnati. I put I put a couple I agree. I put a couple different notes in here about this list and you just hit on two of them. I grew up in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And much love to those from Cincinnati. I love the place. I love much that's what I was just gonna say. Mad love. I'm not dissing Cincinnati. Yeah. I grew up there, I had a wonderful childhood, I have my family lives there. But, I but, find it odd that it's number eight on yeah, the, on the entire world, though. But at the same right. time, think about it. If you're coming from another country, where do people usually go? Yes. You usually go to New York, York Chicago, yeah. LA, kind of like yeah. places. So maybe it's kind of like giving a little bit of love to, and, to the underrepresented. You know, that's a, real, that's a really good point because I yeah. will say I just spent two weeks in France and my least favorite place was probably Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I'm not... I think big international cities are replicated and they're the same thing. You don't gain new understanding yeah. understandings with the people and the cultures in those cities. So it is cooler and more fun to go to mid-range big cities. Yeah. When I was in Detroit, I'm sorry, this is like a sidebar, but when I was in Detroit, I ran into this girl who was from France and she was like an artist from France and she was she came to the United States because she was trying to find new artists. And so I was like, well, where did you go? And she goes, we went to New York. Then we took, like, we went to um, Philadelphia. Then we were, we went to Chicago. And now we're coming to Detroit. And I was like, oh, you should come to Columbus. And she goes, I don't know what that is. So, and that's where we live. So I was like, oh, well, I was trying to explain it to her. And she goes, well, we want to go to, like, bigger cities. So, mm. but I was kind of like, why are you in Detroit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. I think Columbus is actually probably, it's, it, it's as big as Detroit if you count. Yeah, but Detroit was like a big city, like a class. Detroit has a city, reputation. So yes, that's why she was there. I think the yeah. the the other thing that you just mentioned, Kendra, was yeah, my mo- my most underrated on the list was Morocco for sure. Because yeah, I've heard I've had numerous numerous people, Jared, who were doing a little. Here's a little plug for our outdoor. March Moments contest that we're doing right now. Wow. Uh, Jared, who's our friend who owns Yoga Warrior Wear, great men's yoga apparel line, him and his wife just went there. And they had these fascinating photos of them camping in the Sahara Desert. And wow. it just looks unbelievable. And I met, a, in France, I met a bunch of people who had gone to Morocco. I think the tour that we were on one day had just 
done a tour in Morocco and they'd all gone on it. Oh. And everybody just loved it. And I looked at that list and I thought Morocco is definitely, to me, way further. In fact, outside, behind climbing Kilimanjaro, it's probably the my number two on a place I'd like to visit in Africa right now. That was high on my list too. I mean, you think about Morocco. I mean, it's so, it's so beautiful. I mean, the different languages, like, you know, uh, an international cultural hub with all the different foods and all the different cultures coming together. I mean, if you like traveling and you love absorbing and being immersed into a culture um, the, of the place you're visiting, I would think Morocco would just be up there. I mean, and the landscape is beautiful and just so exotic, I guess. I just think of like, you know, of course the movie Casablanca, but, um, you know, it's just kind of got, um, I guess a romance to it in my mind. I agree. And, and these lists, I will say as a writer, I, they can't, I love national parks. They can't just put eight national parks in the top eight. Like yeah, they're, they're doing, they're doing a well-rounded thing, but it's still fun. I think to like pick apart and, and look yeah. at it from a personal perspective of like, what's big, what's not. Okay. Amy and Kendra, you're both list takers. You guys, do you want to know the little thing I did this morning on this list of 52? I actually went through on how many I've been to. Oh, did either of you guys do that? I didn't do that. Did you, Kendra? I, let me see here. I think I don't have too many. I've been to 13 out of the 52. Oh, wow. Oh. I just I just was curious from that. I, I mean, grew I've up in to, one of them. So yeah. I've been to a lot of the countries as well. Like, for instance, I've been to Italy, but not – so I didn't count. Right. I didn't count the ones because the places I've been to in Italy were not on there. So I've been yeah. to a lot of countries, but not the particular cities they name within some of the countries, which I think is a cool – I was confused with that part of the list, how they said Colombia as a country, but then they would say, but then they'd say Basilicata, Italy. I would have liked to Mm -hmm. see a particular place in Colombia. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. And then in Oregon, they had like a region. Yeah. Which which would have been neat to. (laughs) And even more specific, downtown Denver. Like, don't go anywhere else in Denver. (laughs) Do not get that. That was one thing I took from the article. Do not go to the. Suburbs or middle districts of Denver. Only, <laughs> down, only downtown or go out I, to the mountains. I just went to downtown Denver, so perfect. I've been there. I've, yeah, you got a check mark. So I did. I I got my own little uh, list list fact checking there. Yeah. On that. I mean, I guess the next question then is: Have you ever been somewhere just because of it was on the list of like a place to go? Um, Good question. For me, for instance, like I. So we went to Iceland last year. It was partly mm-hmm. because my boyfriend's a geologist and he really wanted to go. But it was also because I felt like everyone was going. And what was I going to miss if I didn't go? So maybe Is it worth all the hype? Yeah, it is. But I feel like it's starting to become a little bit oversaturated. Um, but it's also, like, not staying where everyone else is and, like, going to, like, other regions within there. And Iceland's actually on the list yes it is it is which i was actually i I was surprised i thought it'd be on the list like last year or something and ken kendra we did a iceland podcast a couple weeks ago amy and my friend mark and i because mark and i went over there and he i totally forgot about this because we hadn't gone for two years he talks about how much he likes the soup 
Oh yeah. In Iceland mm-hmm. and how he orders with every meal. And I ran into my cousin last, or I actually, I went to yoga with him last week and he said, by the way, I shared your podcast with a few <laughs> of my coworkers. They're going to Iceland and they have, they have some questions. They, they love the information on there. What and, soup did he order? And they said, and they said, and they're definitely really excited for the soup. Well, it's the soup. <laughs> I'm intrigued. He, he hyped it up. But yeah, it's interesting you asked that, Amy, because I could say no, not, I never would, but it gives me ideas that maybe I wind up there. And I will say, I do have in my head, I want to visit all 50 states. Yeah. I want to visit all 59 national parks in the United States. Those so are you, technically lists. lists. Yeah, I do have lists yeah. that I'm I'm yeah. keeping to, if you will. What about you, Kendra? Well, do lists uh, influence where I travel? I would say, I mean, not specifically lists, but I will say that, you know, what you and Amy are doing has is kind of like my go-to when we're like, hey, what are we going to do this year? We're actually taking a little trip to Sleeping Bear Dunes up in northern Michigan this summer. Um, We're going to stay in tiny houses, though. We're renting two little houses, one in uh, up by uh, Traverse Bay and the other one down by Holland, Michigan, by Saugatuck Dunes. Um, So, you know, and we'll see Sleeping Bear and things like that. But I mean, yeah, I love getting new ideas about places. I love the idea of the of more specifically, you know, when people that I know and trust write about, hey, this is a really great uh, place to stay specifically in this region or town or city or whatever. But also like here are some great breweries to go to. Here are some, you know, great places to eat. That's even more kind of what sells it for me, you know? Yeah. Just giving people like some a couple of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I have one other story, though, that isn't, you know, from a list. But um, when I was going through chemo treatment back in 2016, you know, and it's a lot of days on the couch, kind of curled up watching lots of Netflix and watching lots of shows. And so we'd always talk about, okay, what's our first vacation when you're allowed to fly again? And it's funny because there was a Sunday morning and at the end of CBS Sunday morning, um, that comes on every Sunday, um, they have a moment of nature. (laughs) And the moment of nature was actually um, at Acadia National Park near Bar Harbor, Maine. And about a month and a half later, that's where we went for our first trip. And it was so beautiful. And that's when I got hooked on national parks, like 100%. What have I been missing? (laughs) I've been... Not to side side note on that, but I have been to Acadia as well, and it is one of my favorite places. It is really pretty. I've been there too. It's a, it's a slice of heaven, and it's like uh, everything for everyone. I love Maine, just in general. My friend Anne went to Acadia, and I gave her and her husband a number of hikes and recommendations, including, I mean, Jill would actually like move into the Jordan Pond house, my wife, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, and just <laughs> and just drink tea all day and eat one of those. Popovers. Yeah, what are those called that they say? Oh, it's um, the little popovers yeah, they pop-overs. serve. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I sent Anne up that rock to where that rock is off the ledge, Bubbles mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she got a photo and we were out to dinner with them and I ha- we hadn't really talked in detail because... Joe and I went on that hike and it's straight up and kind of straight back. Pretty, I mean, maybe in 30 minutes round trip. Mm-hmm. 
there's actually a different way down back towards Jordan Pond that is Ooh. on the side of a cliff and you're like bouldering oh, a little yeah. bit. And yeah. and and I guess Andy, her husband's a huge boulder, so he was all into it and she has a fear of heights and she <laughs> and she was staying talking about like thanks thanks but thanks no thanks in a way like what and i and i had no idea what she was talking about but it's because she went the wrong way yeah that's she, why or and i i was like i don't feel like i sent you that way but i might have <laughs> anyways yeah maine is good here's a fun story for me about new orleans actually number one on the list is new orleans louisiana yes have you guys been to new orleans i have been to new orleans kendra i have not it's on my list I have, so we have this map where we put pins in, uh, our friends actually conquest maps, little, little show plug shout out. One of my old coworkers actually, uh, works with the founder on that. You put in a, you put in a pin places you've been, you put in a pin for your next trip. You pin, you put in a pin for your dream destinations and then you put in, you have pins for your favorite places. We actually have one in New Orleans, and I honestly don't really have any desire to go back there. But we, but over the years, it served me v- very well in my twenties. Yeah, we had fun trips. We went down for Ohio State basketball Final Four. I'm a basketball coach. We, I got some free tickets to the Final Four. We road trip down. Oh, nice. We went down. Our friends' parents live in the Warehouse District, and we went down for Jazz Fest, mm-hmm. which was a really, really fun time. My brother marched in the Ohio State marching band, and my parents and I went down when they lost to LSU in the national championship, and he marched in that game. So we went down there for that. So I've had some. You've been there a lot. I've been there. I think there was, and then we went with our friends for New Year's Eve. Okay. Just on a whim, all the all these, I I wouldn't want to just go down there for no reason now in my mid thirties, but like first jazz fest is a. Yeah, I've had amazing, amazing experience. But so I've had really, really good times, and I would consider it if if you ask me, like my favorite, some of my favorite American cities. I'm not a huge fan of like the New Yorks and LA's (laughs) and Chicago's. Nothing against them, but where I want to go, I would put New Orleans in that list with some of the out west cities like Denver and Seattle and Portland. So I think it topped the list this year because um, it's like becoming like a bigger like foodie scene. And so there's a lot of, like, new restaurants that are suddenly opened by, like, very famous restauranteurs. That's what I kind of understand. Food scene. Food scene is huge The food scene is really good there. But when I went there, I went there, like, maybe five years ago over, like, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend because Mm -hmm. I had the day off of work. And I actually saw – no one probably knows about this, but there's this guy called Kermit. And he was on this show. He's a jazz musician. He's a trumpeteer. And he was on a show called Treme. Which was on HBO. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna mention that show. That was a great show. Yeah, well, he was on that show, and he has his own jazz bar down there. And so we ended up going and seeing him play, and it was like the most amazing night of my life. Mm-hmm. I will say that you can walk into any, you can walk into a dive bar in New Orleans and hear some of the greatest music yeah. you've ever 
Like on Frenchman Street, the Treme. Just maybe stay away from Bourbon Street. If you're, yeah, I think that unless, that's what it is. Unless you're, unless you're between 21 and 25 yeah. and looking to get down on some raging, yeah. stay away from Bourbon just, Street. Just, just go there during the day, look at it, and be like, cool, peace. This is awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Yeah. But New Orleans, does, the garden, we took a the train. The garden district's beautiful. Got, it's, it's got its charm. So I'll. It's I'm, very like historic. In its nature, um, I enjoy. There's a hotel called the Hotel Monteleone. I've stayed there. Yeah, and they have a carousel bar. Yes. And so you are drinking, and as you're drinking, the bar is slowly moving, and you don't believe it until you're on the other side. Sounds like a really bad combination. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it doesn't. Kendra doesn't move that fast. It's pretty okay. slow. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good combo. <laughs> you know, the Earth's constantly spinning, and we don't really notice that either. Yeah. Technically, oh, right? touche, my friend. <laughs> Here, here's another thing that I worked on after okay. looking at this list. What's missing? Mm. You guys have any thoughts? I have a few, but I want to well, let I you guys. Well, I kind of do, just because they're kind of places that I want to go to. Yeah. So, like, the Azores Islands off of Portugal. Oh, yeah. Although they might have been on another list. I don't know. Which was made, I told you, made famous to me in Mark Twain's first novel. Or not novel. It's actually a, a real, it was called Innocent Abro- Innocence Abroad, I believe. Okay. And uh, he goes on a journey from New York City on a, on a steamboat. Azores? To Europe, and they stop in the Azores. Oh. And this so was in 1878. That's crazy. So people have told me it's kind of like New Zealand, and then it's also a little bit like Iceland, mm. which is weird. So it seemed interesting to me. Uh, and the, and for those of you who don't know, the Azores are these islands technically owned by Portugal, Portugal. about a few... I don't know how far away they are from... Uh, numerous Portugal. hours west of Portugal in the middle of the but Atlantic Ocean. But it's only like a four or five hour flight from the East Coast. Yes. So it's very doable. Um Vietnam, I would love to go to the country. Yes, Vietnam. I know we're talking about and Cambodia. <laughs> and Cambodia was on the list, which is very close yes, and similar. Is. But yes, I think that's kind of like it. I mean Machu Picchu, but I feel like that has been something. Yeah, I put Machu Picchu on this list too, but that's probably. I mean, it's probably been on their list every other year probably. for twenty years. So I get why that wasn't on there. How about you, Kendra? Well. um, what wasn't on the list? I mean, if we're going to kind of just throw random U.S. cities on the list, um, I would say Savannah is one of the most beautiful, oh, yeah. again, kind of yeah. like romantic, dreamy um, city. I would not recommend going uh, the first week of July, which I did. Um, very swampy. I got in trouble from my lovely police there. officer for being in a fountain. I guess that's a no-no in a historical city. But it was hot. Um no, like, you know, the, the mossy trees and just, you know, this is not a very old country. I mean, in comparison to the rest of the world, this country is a baby. And yeah. Savannah kind of gave me that feeling of, like, a connection to, you know, the the initial growing pains of the United States. So, I don't know, I have sort of a connection with the place having been there. Um, so, I thought that should be on the list. Um, what else? 
I don't know. I mean, kind of like what you said earlier, there were places close to where I've been before. Um, Montserrat near uh, Barcelona, um, just unbelievable, um, gorgeous. There's not a ton to do. I mean, you take a, oh shoot, what's the word? You take that kind of funicular up a mountain and there, it oh, used to be this really old monastery and they have the... Um, um, the Ebony Mary that everyone stands in line and touches and it's then they have random vendors from country town selling unpasteurized cheese which is amazing um, unpasteurized so, cheese is the best cheese that oh my god sounds, <laughs> I mean, that I sounds five pounds of this like home in my world. suitcase without getting caught that was <laughs> I just needed I needed that so yeah I mean there are a couple places like that that I was just I mean, you know, you can't put everything on the list. So. No, but yeah. it's it's fun to look at and and also add in yours. I I thought from the states, I don't care if it's on there every year. The Grand Canyon's amazing. Yeah, you should go to the Grand. Yeah, Canyon. yeah. If you've never been there, you should go there and you should go hike in and you should stay. Stay at the stay, stay there. on the rim camp yeah. whatever somewhere in Utah. I'm yeah. obsessed with Utah. There's so much beauty there. And then my two international places were La Fortuna, Costa Rica. Beautiful, mm-hmm. amazing, small town. There right? was a Costa Rica on the list. There but was. That's on the Pacific Coast, yes. I think. And La Fortuna's in inland, the yeah, by the Arnal Volcano. And then Biarritz, France, which Where is... Where you just went. Yeah, I went there in October. And Stacy, who's another writer, and I were just talking. She's been there as well and is obsessed with it. I want to write my next book in Biarritz over a summer or what's it like there? It reminds me, it has a lazy surfing vibe of Hawaii. It's on, it's on the water. It's got this Hawaii surfing vibe coupled, coupled with the, the farmer's market feel of a little town in France because they have this huge farmer's market every day. Hmm. And then they also have, which unlike I find in a lot of Western Europe, ample areas to work out. There's easy running paths and oh yeah, and trails. yeah. Most of the time in Europe, yeah, there's nowhere to really like yeah. Run. It's like they've never. That's not their thing. No, it's not what they do. They say the thing is just walking. They stay skinny because they walk all day and <laughs> and just smoke cigs, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, they it was really it really was drawn to me. So those those are what I would add to it. And probably take off Branson, the series, if I had to. But we, we could make it. I'd make it a 58, top 58. I don't want to diss no, Branson. No, hold on. We've, none of us have oh, been to Branson. So yeah. So let's, like, give them right. a little bit of credit. I don't know. I might have spent the night there sometime on one of my road trips, like, coming it's in possible. and out. I'm not sure. I've definitely been in Missouri numerous times, but. I've never been there either, so it's okay. Um, do we want to wrap it up and kind of talk about, like, our, like, list of, like, definitive like where we want to go like yeah. next kind of yeah Let's Kendra, do, do you have do you have like your like list of like where like the top like the next five places you want to go yeah well uh the next place i am i am going not not on my dream list but i've been there many times i'm actually going to charlotte next my brother and his family live there charlotte's actually you know it's it's not it's about the same size of Columbus, but there's some really really cool fun neighborhoods in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but that's not obviously not on my dream 
location list. Um, I would say actually Morocco, which was on the list I mentioned, that is kind of like my ultimate, like, yes, please take me to there. I really <laughs> want to go. I um, and, again, and actually Patagonia, I mean, also Malbec, hello, is, you know, oh, Argentina yeah. and Chile, like another great thing those countries do well in addition to just beauty in general. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm just excited. And I, I I can't believe I still haven't been to the Grand Canyon, but I really want to go to the Grand Canyon. That's on my list for hopefully next year also. Um, and Taos and Sedona. And just, I would love to just like get in a, a four-wheel drive vehicle and just go nuts and just like, I've honestly, this is going to blow both of your minds. I've never been camping. Um, <laughs> I don't know if my parents just got tired uh, by the time they had me, but um, they're like, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're getting out. So I didn't really grow up with camping. It was always like, okay, uh, someone might have an RV or we'll get a hotel. But um, that would be just something that, you know, you said camping on the rim. I'm like, yes, that is, yes. that is something that sounds exciting to we me. They also have hotels there, so. They do. No. But you should definitely go camp, <laughs> tent camping. There's nothing like waking up during the night and feeling that air coming into the tent. It's just. We didn't camp on the Grand Canyon when I was a kid. We stayed in like a little hut thing. Oh, in the Grand Canyon. I actually slept on a cot with no sleeping bag or tent. Just oh, really? in, outside yeah, in the outside? open air. Wow, that's crazy. But I just mean like tent camping in oh, general. Oh, yeah, in yeah. general. It's it just... Is, it's really... I feel like tent camping is really fun and people don't get it yet because it's like you can just like look up and like see the stars sometimes and it's just beautiful. Yes, absolutely. There have been a couple times where I couldn't sleep because I thought there was a bear outside, but you know, that's... Yeah, that's where I think of the most when I think of camping. Like, you know, those movies you see where a bear is stealing everyone's food and what do we do? If you're tent camping and the bear only wants to steal your food, that's a you're good... Lucky. Yeah, that's a nice... That's a good thing. That is... That's a good... That's a really good question. We're going to Alaska mid-June. And we're going to go to Denali and Kenai Fords, which mm -hmm. should be fabulous. And then our guys' trip this year is a biking, road bike, and beer tour through Belgium okay. and France in small little towns. So th those are booked, though. If, if I picked – the next top ones on my list are probably climbing Kilimanjaro in Africa and going – Doing the Inca Trail in Machu Picchu I would, I, to yeah. Machu Picchu. Those are mm -hmm. now those are both like adventure hiking heavy, but I'm a hiking junkie, yeah. so that's just what falls in with lines somewhere in the states that I would like to go back to is Wyoming and mm -hmm. also up to Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota. I've never been there. Oh. I've been in North Dakota, but Roosevelt National Roosevelt National Park is it, it. Everybody talks about the Badlands, but then above that, there's which is in South Dakota. Then there's this other national, and it's actually where Teddy Roosevelt went and kind of had a changing of the guard. He was this big game mm -hmm. hunter and went there and was going to toss his political career away and built a 
cabin and lived in the woods there and all of a sudden shifted on becoming this huge conservationist that he was and numerous other things. And the cabin's actually still there. Oh, really? Yeah. And That's you really can... cool. So there's some it's neat stuff there. It's not even that there. far from us. Roosevelt? Yeah. Yeah. You can make like a little weekend long, long yeah. weekend trip of it. Yeah. I think if you flew, you'd have to fly in oh, somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's true. But yeah, you could find a Bismarck and it's only an hour. Yeah. So it's definitely, so that's, that's what's going on with me. Cool. Well, I'm going actually on Saturday to Tulum, Mexico. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to go there because we were originally going to go to Sedona and the Grand Canyon, but it's during spring break kind of, and everything was like, everything was booked and super expensive. Um, probably also because I didn't, I forgot that like baseball has like spring training training. (laughs) in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we're going to Tulum. There's going to be a lot of cenotes. So I'm going to go, you know, underwater snorkeling and diving. And then yoga is really big there. It's just kind of casual. Um, also we're going to Olympic national park in Seattle. But after that, it's more like. I really want to go to Vietnam. I really want to do the Inca Trail as well in Machu Picchu because I've never been there. And everyone said that like hike and like camping thing is just amazing. And then also, um, I'd really like to go to do like a little classic European thing again, which it would be like Prague and Budapest and Vienna because I've never been there. Those would be great. Prague's on, Prague's on this list, I think at number 39 yeah. or 36. Yeah. and. Everybody who I know it's, has gone to Prague. They said it's beautiful. Loves it. Yeah. In so. fact, I might. I think that might be the most underrated city in city Europe. City in Europe. People rave about that place if they go there, but nobody talks about it. I don't think if you haven't, it's not a. Yeah. It's not a must. It's not. It's not like France or Italy. Yeah, or, but yeah. man, people Spain, who go Germany. to Czech Republic and specifically Prague rave about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was great. I hope everybody got some tips and ideas, and we're going to put in the show notes, of course, a lot of our ideas and concepts on where we want to go, and this whole list. So comment, let us know what you think about this list, and maybe we'll plan a little hashtag 59 adventure vacation to the Inca Trail. Sounds like the Inca Trail. Yeah, maybe that's where we're going to go. What do you think about that, Kendra? Are you in? You're going to have to camp. Um, I'm in 100% just bring the bear spray. No bears down there. Just llamas. Just llamas. Llamas in like 14,000 feet elevation. Yeah. Yeah. I do love a llama, I will say. Yeah. They're hot right now. Yes. Llamas are so hot. (laughs) Thanks for joining, Kendra. It was a pleasure connecting with you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. We're going to sign off now. Keep... Keep tuned in at hashtag59.com for our content, our events, and our giveaways. And we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Mike and Amy and Kendra, peace and out. Bye.